back in the 90s. Everything was better and somehow worse all at once. It was a time of darkness. It was a world of fear. It was the age of Saturday morning cartoons. by day, homework by night. We were betrayed by the boomers we had sworn to protect. Frozen in student loan debt for a thousand years. Now on the internet, the shows of old return, and we live again. We are defenders of what came before. We are Nostalgia Plus. Hello and welcome to another episode of Nostalgia Plus, where me and my fellow fictional characters all watch uh, uh, currently uh, episodes of the 1994 Saturday morning cartoon show Gargoyles. But our show is about anything and everything from the past that we love. So in the future, we're going to be watching uh, all kinds of uh, fun movies and uh, other other TV shows. But today it's uh, Gargoyles, three episodes uh, but I am joined uh, by my my favorite people in the whole world, uh, Katie. Oh, thanks. And uh, Nick Evangelista. Hi. Uh, Peter Schaefer. I do not believe for a second that we are your favorite people in the whole world. <laughs> and also Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Nick's Rachel right now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say something about Katie losing her last name privilege. <laughs> Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Katie Willis. That's me. Starting off position one. Uh, so today we've got a trio of episodes and, um, uh, you know, I'm not, um, you know, last, last, last episode, we had a couple of good ones where they're really stepping up their furry game. Uh, <laughs> but this this episode this set of episodes and and a little bit even in our our next episode with Eye of the Beholder, it's uh, they're really stepping on the gas, you guys. There's some there's a lot of like just furry goodness through this whole bit. <laughs> I mean, it was already up there with just the overall gargoyle character models, but uh, you know if you like strong monsters holding vulnerable women it, get strap in because that's coming <laughs> is that a thing that people like is that that is a hundred percent a thing that people like he's I not wrong i don't know if you've ever been to deviant art nick but <laughs> I, you know, oh I, have a, I have a short list of websites that i i, I uh avoid <laughs> 4chan that's 4chan, a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no good not a bad policy deviant art to be on that list i mean the ui for deviant art is garbage Oh well, there, there you go. That's why. But <laughs> I don't know. But, I think I think Dan just gave me a very good reason to put DeviantArt on that list. <laughs> no, no, DeviantArt is a great site for lots of uh, good artists to to portfolio their work, and I use it to find artists that I am interested in all the time. Artists is pretty broad for that site too. You got cosplayers and uh, models and people drawing stuff and making videos. It's a it's a great place to go. That's Especially. all stuff I don't know about. Especially look at the artists. <laughs> if you ever want to, you know, just Google the term gargoyle uh, detective Maza, you will you will find mm. oh, no. just, 
Hold oh, on, no. I got it so let's talk about our first episode, which is uh, a lighthouse in the sea of time, or uh, as I or as I call it, the perfect f bomb episode. Yep, I feel like that is a, a very apt description, Rachel. Uh, let me read here the one sentence uh, summary. Uh, while the clan opposes Macbeth's attempt to steal the scrolls of Merlin, Hudson gets some help from a new and highly literate friend, uh, which is a pretty succinctly describes what's going on in this episode. So uh, this is a this is a literacy episode. It is, uh, you know, kind of I don't know if you watch cartoons from the 90s, kind of invariably they would eventually get around to either someone is doing some kind of uh, novelty drug or somebody can't read. Join and, us for uh, a very special episode of Gargoyles. That that hundred <laughs> percent right. This is um, this is that episode. Yes. Well, and I I loved it. I loved it because it was all about uh, encouraging literacy, and and it was a hundred percent pro reading, and so am I. So I just loved it. See, I'm a starch anti-reader. Oh man, <laughs> oh, why are we a... even friends? I yeah. think I think that we should uh, encourage kids to just watch gargoyles and not read <laughs> just but, all day in school then they will see this episode of gargoyles which will tell them to read well it's yeah it's supposed to be like an allegory to not read right because you don't want to become a gargoyle <laughs> which what? they talk about in the episode after that i think is it i think clearly you do want to become a gargoyle like this whole show is about how cool gargoyles are yeah actually that's gonna completely um I'm completely arguing with my own point that I'm going to make in the next episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I had some nitpicky stuff with um, the, why the scrolls of Merlin are on a boat on the, in the, on the first place. Yeah. Okay. So, so I guess this, we have to assume they were found in England. England was like, Oh, you found scrolls of Merlin. Nah, we don't want those. And they're like, let's send them to New York. But uh, why are they on a boat? And why do they just take a, air, a plane? Well, well, I can't actually answer that uh, somewhat scientifically, which is that really old documents do not like uh, air oh. pressure changes. So mm. you kind of have to keep them uh, sealed for the most part. Now, of course, in the course of this episode, those, those scrolls are like tossed around like footballs. Uh, yes. <laughs> not, not really treated like you would a, you know, thousand year old document or, you know, who knows how old. They didn't really get into the time period that Merlin comes from. Um, I guess also, hey, by the way, Merlin is a guy who's real. Uh, so that's introduced to the show. I thought they actually explicitly like gave a year. Oh, yeah, really? I, I did not take said, note of that. I think he said 500 AD or something like that. Okay. So pretty old. An extra, <laughs> an extra 400 years on the gargoyles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and... My my second nitpick is how did the dude henchman fly the Harrier jet back with no windscreen? He yeah. got a lot of bugs Orly. in the face. <laughs> he also had uh, the other one had a, a whole gargoyle hanging off the side. So <laughs> it was uh, they were they must have had a really good time <laughs> with with aeronautics. You know, a whole, it's also a whole Broadway off the side. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was interesting that uh, when when they get back after stealing the, the scrolls and one henchman goes to the other one, uh, I guess we're supposed to believe that either 
she came back the whole time with a giant hole in the side of her aircraft that she didn't notice until they landed or he ripped a hole in the side of that aircraft and did it real stealthily in order to get that that second scroll can you remember imagine screech 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 I don't hear anything well she was too busy berating her partner yeah also their hair classic styles I'm gonna get my hair cut tomorrow I love when the I love when the gargoyles become really sneaky though. It's like my uh, it, it's like my sneaky orc character that I made in uh, Skyrim. <laughs> so no. you're yeah. a st- you're a stealth archer? Oh no no, he's a barbarian, heavy armor, but he would sneak. <laughs> he'd be a one hundred, you know, very realistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of lots of ninjas stealthing around in full armor. We got we got that Bethesda logic going on here. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then the later those same henchmen, um, when they're firing on Goliath, I think, are just destroying the entire castle. Yeah, they- I wrote that down. I got casual destruction of castle written. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just so chill about it. Yeah. Also, when when Hudson had the canister, but then he like turned to stone. Yes. Why didn't the canister petrify? Yes, because the plot demanded it. Well, yeah. no, but here's here's probably why. Yeah, oh, it's sure. Because yeah. uh-huh. it's a document canister, yeah, uh-huh. and so it's probably covered with an no. antifungal. The ass. Oh, so, of course, of course. You know, as we it's know, the gargoyles. Into your theory that they're they're giant like mushroom people. <laughs> That's right. The gargoyles are mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we answered the the question of incest last episode. I'm so angry that it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> As like you were driven to madness. Me. I'm uh, buying into your logic. I believe you. <laughs> but Nick, you weren't here. You were in your madness um, uh, from last uh, two episodes ago. My but madness. you weren't here. We answered uh, the question with of incest with the fungus. <laughs> Is that oh, well, that's, that's right. Because all, all so far, all the females and males that we've seen uh, are, are refer to each other as brother and sister. Uh, uh, rookery brother and rookery sisters. So. Yeah, but cults do that too, and they also all like bang each other. Oh, you well, see. So you're saying you they saying, mean? Uh, go ahead, Katie. <laughs> what's, are what's you your saying point? that cults aren't creepy incesty? Wait, 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 no, no. He's saying that cults are also fungi. <laughs> oh, so they have. To well, yeah, except except I put an apostrophe after the fun. Mm. Fungi. <laughs> I'll let you guys process that one for a bit. It was terrible. Thank you. (laughs) I'm still confused. Yeah, he's fired, though. So Um, Owen was really chill when the gargoyles just barged into the Oh, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. (laughs) Owen does not... Nothing flaps him. That's what he's paid the big fucks for. Yeah, the big to what's be unflappable. <laughs> big <laughs> <The> butts. (laughs) I think we're going to have to bleep that out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. What are you making fun fun of me? (laughs) It is fun that the gargoyles have kind of caught on that Xanatos is just behind everything. Yes. They they just fall immediately to Xanatos, even though this time he was innocent. Well, so we start to notice in the second season here um, that they are almost ahead of the curve now. Like, they're they're predicting where these guys are going to strike, and they're already ready. Who, where who guys are going to strike? So, um, you know, Goliath was there when uh, 
um, oh, how Des or Demona. I almost said Desdemona. Goliath was there when Demona was trying to. Uh, in in the next episode, we're going to talk about. He was there ahead of time. Um, mm. He was there in time for Xanatos to, uh, you know, to infiltrate the ship. He knew that Xanatos was going to try to steal this document. So they're sort of maybe, ahead of the curve in that way. Maybe that's because maybe that's because now they've uh, expanded their their purview. Right? It used to be we're concerned with the castle. Mm. Uh, and and so that's where we focus our attention. Now we've redefined our territory as the city, so we have to be more broadly aware. Maybe they're doing more recon and and uh, I don't know investigation. Yeah, they've gone like full Batman mode this season, right? Yeah, I was gonna it's say Spider Man. They're the friendly neighborhood gargoyles. <laughs> that sounds right. How old is Macbeth? Yeah, he doesn't tell. Yeah, there was a there. Was, I, yeah. I did write that note as well. He's, it sort of is hinted that he um, right. is much much older. Yes, that he appears, and from previous episodes, Dan has also hinted that he might be much much well, older than he's he appears. Clearly aware of magic and mm-hmm. a, a legitimate force in the universe because he goes looking for these scrolls to get their magic properties, which I was happy to learn they didn't have. I think like as as the the moral of hey reading is fundamental. Reading is magic. Uh, yeah, like like having the scrolls turn out to be journals and yeah, uh, having Macbeth them be basically stories, ready yeah, to yeah. throw them away, and that the gargoyles' argument that hey no these should be preserved and we should have them for Peony. It doesn't just like convince Macbeth to like uh, give it up, but like it stops the fight. Mm-hmm. It it prevents more violence. Like. And everybody sort of walks away, not friends, but like at least agreeing that like, yeah, we sort of goofed on this if we <laughs> hadn't made a bunch of assumptions about what these scrolls were about. But this had a great uh-huh. message for sure. I like that. I thought, you know, it's a really good episode. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised Macbeth still didn't want them, given that they're this ancient, you know, firsthand history. But it's still, I guess it was worth stopping the fight. For him right it's like well we can just stop fighting and you can have them it also if he is that old he could have lived through it and didn't he, need he did say that he wasn't that old yeah but he's but also we maybe gonna, a liar who knows yeah, are we gonna believe him well i mean xanatos is our lying billionaire he already lied <laughs> his name is totally fake whatever his what macbeth <laughs> No, the no, other one. Lennox oh. Macbeth. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to name my next kid that. That's just too cool. You're going to name your next child after a gargoyle well, character? Is, no. <laughs> it, well, Lennox Macbeth is a false name That's of right, a gargoyle character characters, based on yeah. two characters from a Shakespeare play. <laughs> what, happened to Phoenix, what happened to Phoenix, Katie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> kids, are, kids are hard. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't have them. <laughs> Uh, we had another famous person added to this cast. I don't know if you guys know Paul Winfield. Nope. Uh, he plays nope. The, the blind Jeffrey Robbins, but uh, he, he's in like uh, like a very famous uh, thing of Star Trek, I th- want to say. He's one of those actors that like, oh yeah, he was in Wrath of Khan. He's the, the guy who shoots himself in the face after he gets uh, uh, parasitic earworms. Uh, so you know, I always remember him because he's a very traumatic moment in my childhood where I watched that guy burn himself to death. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, Yikes. But he's in a lot of um uh he's one of those actors you'd probably recognize if you saw him. Holy and cow. He's just yeah. in all kinds of stuff. Yeah. He's got a filmography. Yeah. Are you looking at his IMDB page, Nick? Uh, yeah, of course I am. List a few good ones. Uh I don't think any of them are uh well the our Terminator. Really. Yeah, Terminator. Oh, yeah. I guess that's my generation. Wait. Yeah. Well <laughs> even Wait, which Terminator? Yeah. The first one. Oh, okay. I don't, He's the police captain in uh, the Terminator. It also doesn't seem yeah. like he necessarily has major roles in most of these films. Yeah, he has never been a leading man. Like uh, he's uh, he's in Dennis the Menace somewhere. Wow. Uh, Mars Attacks. That's a hilarious movie. Okay, I think we cool. get the idea. Cool. Um. So should we move on to uh, the Do next you... episode where I have a. Great note. <laughs> oh, season uh, two, yeah. episode me, uh, five. What's it called? The Mirror. And oh, uh, yeah. let me whoop, let me use the internet to pull up that thing. Uh, so here is a description for the mirror. Demona gets a hold of Titania's mirror. She uses it to summon Puck, one of Oberon's children, who's also a trickster and grants her wishes, but not in the way she expects. Wah wah wah. Speaking of Shakespeare, right? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently Shakespeare was based off of these creatures, but uh, yes. so once they said, started talking about Titania and o- o- Oberon, I was like, "Great, Faye, bleep me!" Mm. <laughs> bleep you, oh man! Way to bleep yourself, <laughs> so we don't have to do it post. Yeah, well, I didn't write actually write bleep in my. <laughs> oh no, I got you, I got you. Yeah, I think no. I think we know what you mean. <laughs> Me and my friends have a running joke about fairies. If you if uh, fairies is spelled with an extra uh, extra uh, e, run mm-hmm. away, <laughs> run away the, quickly. The, the fairies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. These are not the happy fairies. These are the no the good, folk. naughty. Yeah. Take you away in the night and devour your happiness, kind of fairies. You're so still this- caught. You're still cautious about like fairies without an E. You just don't believe anything. But it's fairies with an E. Run! Don't interact. This was a super weird episode, though. Yeah, it starts <laughs> off with a typical girl immediately posing in front of a mirror. <laughs> yeah, did you guys recognize that it was Detective Mazza right away? I didn't at first. No, I was like, oh yeah, she no. must be new. Look at her, just flaunt her stuff. Uh, She's I probably was, just checking her disguise. Yeah, I was. It happened too fast for me, and I was like, "Wait, what? What's happening?" Okay. I did notice that, you know, I think it was her, right? That she looked in the mirror and then turned away, but her reflection and her didn't reflection change. was still there. Yeah, 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 that I yeah it, was, it was spooky. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's an animation mistake or them <laughs> trying to be like, "This is a weird mirror." I'm gonna go with the second thing because that makes it cooler. Yeah. Either yeah, that. this is a this episode and a couple of the next episodes. You can tell they really kind of stepped up the animation, uh, so little errors like that kind of stick out a little more uh, when they're errors. But yeah, I think that they're cool. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't really until uh, Detective Maza and uh, Goliath get to Cleopatra's needle, which is a I think we learned uh, recently is a real. It's a real thing. It's in New York. Been erect. It was erected in 1880. Oh, that's cool. right. It was in Katie's book in the uh, yes. most recent F bomb episode. That's should be out by the time you're hearing this. I think. I don't know. 
we'll see. Still in the, the mystery. <laughs> no, that that episode will be out in April. Oh yeah, so way probably yeah way before this or a couple of weeks from when you're hearing this episode. Time travel really messes you up. <laughs> <laughs> we don't record these all in bulk. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so uh, yeah. that that leads quickly to. Uh, her summoning Puck. I have a cat named Puck. Uh, so what did named you after that character? Puck? He was great. So. I thought he was a grumpy elf. Yeah, um, that was a thing. Wait, like the Shakespeare version yeah. or the Gargoyles version? <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. The Shakespeare version. Okay. Uh, is he a trickster? Is your cat a trickster? Uh, he's an asshole. Typical <laughs> <laughs> like cat. cat. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's a, no, he's good though. He's good. Right. So, so all the all the humans get turned into gargoyles, mm-hmm. and, and then except, all the yeah. and all the gargoyles uh, get turned into humans. Except they all act like they've always it's just, been. It, it struck me as maybe it was just things. like a charm. You know, I, my theory was different dimension. Although it could be like yeah, pull them from a different dimension somehow. I think they just like they just kept all their old memories and the magic integrated their memories with their current forms yeah because yeah, right? wasn't the spell something like remove you from your human form so then it would like just everything about being human is just erased i mean because if they'd come from other dimensions then like the gargoyles who had turned into humans wouldn't remember flying because they were humans yeah um, yeah, that was that's the weird part is that even though they were gargoyles and they had wings, they didn't ever remember flying or they always remember walking around, even though they had wings. And like when they needed to use them, Elisa was able to fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they just didn't. Uh, they just changed their shape and they didn't remember not having been that shape and everything else about their memories was the same. Yeah, even the even the human, even the. Then the gargoyles are eventually changed into humans. They remember being able to fly. They just didn't yeah. remember that they had wings before to do it. Yeah, and they have to be convinced not to fly because they don't have wings. Yeah, <laughs> I want to say that when the humans, when the gargoyles turn into humans, their hair gets instantly worse. <laughs> yes, it does. Oh, poor Broadway. <laughs> yeah, the that weird little blonde upcut. It was kind of reminiscent of that time that I don't know if you guys watched Futurama, but when Bender gets turned into a human and he just oh, looks yeah. all wrong yes. as a human being. He looked like, you know, now that you mention it, like that and and human Broadway remind me of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Hudson, I think, is the only one that really yep, looks I got that more right or less now. the same. <laughs> Hudson doesn't seem all that different. No, uh, but he's uh, got the beard. Yeah, but Goliath's hair is so bad. <laughs> and broad, uh, Broadway, I didn't recognize for most of the time. Oh, yeah. He's, his hair looks like it's sprouting just like off the top of his head and not off of the other parts the of sides, his head. Yeah, no, it looks yeah. like he has like a kind of like a military high and tight haircut. Um, Lexington. And Lexington and Brooklyn, like their ages changed Every time I saw them, like he's supposed to be <laughs> ten, is he supposed to be sixty? Like, what is happening? Well, I could recognize Brooklyn. Lexington looked like generic kid. Is that, is that what you yes. picture? You picture generic. Yes. He looked like you know, I don't know, Jimmy Olsen. That's like or your something. generic child image. It's like a young adult. I yeah. picture the kazoo kid. 
What is that? Kazoo. I still don't know what nope. that is. Oh. Nope. What what is it from? That's it. I mean, it's, I don't know what this is. is. He's the kazoo maybe kid. this is a YouTube thing. It was like an ad from like the 80s or something, I think. How do you what? know about it? Because it's a meme. It's like a it's a meme. <laughs> okay. So it's like a YouTube thing. I can't believe you don't know the kazoo kid. I don't no. Know. No. I know what kazoos are. Oh, and I, I know what kids I are. I am so upset that this. this <laughs> I am so upset that you guys can't enjoy this. Next time on Nostalgia Plus, we go see the Kazoo Kid. <laughs> I don't know. Can we find that on Disney Plus? <laughs> well, they own everything. We, maybe. <laughs> we're not exclusively just doing Disney properties. I feel like we should. We can have that argument later off the air. Um, But anyway, so did anyone else feel like this episode really stepped up the sexual tension? Yes. Yes. Are we going to talk about that awkward, um, nice updraft timing when Mazda's like, so you thought I was ugly before? And there's like, Uh, here comes an updraft. (laughs) Whoops, excuse me. (laughs) Um, Uh, You know, awkward change of subject. Also, ooh la la, Broadway wants love. Did you guys catch that in the beginning of the episode? Yeah. What? Yes. Because <laughs> he was like, oh, we could maybe find love. And I was like, ooh. Was it Broadway or Brooklyn? It was Brooklyn. Was it no, North? Wait, it was Broadway. Which yeah, is which be. again? The fat one is Broadway. It was the Broadway's broad. broad. Fat one. That's what I yeah. thought, but I wanted to make sure. Okay. And Brooklyn's got a beat because that's how we picture everyone from Brooklyn. That's does what? Now? Partially what? a bird. Yeah. <laughs> Partially a bird. <laughs> everyone in Brooklyn is just secretly a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> that explains something, but I don't know what. Uh, okay, but so yeah, so so Maza and and Goliath, like she gets to carry him around, and they're all like. <laughs> Ooh, so you? We, you yeah, we get into now. like the, oh, the reverse reality oh. of this show <laughs> a little bit. I don't I'm think sure I don't think there's such a thing as reverse bestiality, right? If you have sex with the animal, it's bestiality, and if it has sex with you, it's still bestiality. <laughs> also, it's kind of rude to call a gargoyle. Okay, but they're definitely animals. a different species. Yes. I mean, what do you? Oh, sure. Yes. Sure. Well, yeah, but you don't got to be all labely about it. <laughs> they're they're different species, but they are intelligent species. Yes, uh, I suggest we take the next half hour and talk about the mechanics of having sex with a fungus. I yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. The reason, uh, as Peter pointed out, girls can consent to um... yes. <laughs> yeah, but so wait, are you saying otherwise bestiality is rape? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now we are getting into the <laughs> No, but I, okay, let's, okay. <laughs> I really didn't want to dive down this hole. I guess we're going. Nope, buckle up. Here we go. Nope. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm pretty sure bestiality is a lot more than just, you know, two creatures that can consent. I'm pretty sure it implicitly involves two creatures of different species. Well, I don't well, think consent is even part of the equation. I think it includes beasts. No. And so then you have to discuss what what cons- constitutes a beast. <laughs> yeah. And are you going to 
I don't uh, think the uh, definition of beastiality uses the word beast. I'm gonna be honest. It, it is literally in the hundred percent it does. No, it's Nick. in the word, but all right, here we go. Google. All right, search. yeah, I just typed in bestiality in Google and Dictionary. I forgot to I forgot to write definition. Um, yeah. so, so that's, many... that's gonna stick with your Google search history forever. <laughs> so many people yeah. in the Mass Effect fandom are gonna be really mad at you, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, here we go. Are you guys no, ready? Here's the thing. The reason we consider bestiality bad is because there's a lack of consent, but that's not what it means. It means sex between a human and an animal. Okay. So I Well yeah, but but, yeah, the, but the animal can't consent. That's what I'm trying to say. That's why it's bad. But it's still bestiality, even if they can consent. So that's the only reason that it's bad. So if the dog's like, yeah, they go can't, for it, and then it's like, I'm saying, then it's, if it's okay. Two creatures that are both intelligent creatures and they're still a different species. <laughs> I would still say it's technically that. No. I mean, look, if you want to get really cut. picky about definitions <laughs> yes. and you want to say that bestiality is the is sex between a person, a human, and an animal, you have to. I mean, ana- humans are also animals. And I've got boom, the definition. Every sex is bestiality. I'm just telling you what the definition says. And I'm, I'm telling saying... you, sexual relations between a person and an animal, semicolon, sodomy, an instance of bestial <laughs> character or behavior, in- indulgence in beast-like appetites, instincts, impulses, etc., brutish or beastly character or behavior, mm-hmm. beastliness. Mm-hmm. Yep. Webster's Dictionary I, has just got your number, everything. Nick. So here's what's funny is we I mean, both I'm, heard the I same the definition OED and we still disagree. Me, so. <laughs> so, so okay. is a gargoyle an animal? Well, it's not a human. No, it's a fungus. <laughs> That's right, it is a fungus. I guess, yeah. It's so a, then it's not... If it's a fungus, then it's just like, you know, jacking off in a bush at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think we all... But if the bush says that's okay, then it's not bestiality. <laughs> Is it fungality? <laughs> but you know, they never say no because they're fun guys. Ah. That's worse than not. That's staying in. That's, that's staying that's in. That's the whole bad. thing's staying in just to get that joke in. Nope. 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 Anyways. No. Oh. All right. I don't Let's bring think... it back. Yeah. Please. Um. All right. So, so what a I... couple of uh, inconsistencies in this We're episode. That, right? uh, I'm not sure that there is actually a uh, medieval weapons store in uh the middle of uh of New uh, York. Thirty Rock. Do you where, mean that where the there's ice... no convenient sword stores just all over so that they can just pick them up? I mean, it may be next to the store wherever Demona keeps getting her laser rifles from. <laughs> so. <laughs> Also, how did she buy that house? I'm, actually, never mind. I guess Xanathos bought her house. Maybe. Mm. Or, you know, maybe she went in and killed some owners. She is not a good person. That's true. Yeah. All right, now, are we going to do this? Is she a person? Because she's not a human. She's a person. She is a person. Yeah, she has qualifies as, as a, for personhood. I think a person is different than a human, for sure. Uh, they're different. Yes. Yes. I think, I think that she qualifies as person. Anyways, although at the um, point in the episode she is a human. Yes, uh, with that yes. point, after she gets turned into a human. So my point is, so now Devona and Elise won't sleep ever. Wait, uh, no, no. wait, why wouldn't Elita sleep? Yeah. Oh, because yeah. of her schedule. Yeah. yeah. She- oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> she works during the day and gargoyles at night. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's a good point. Um. 
She doesn't sleep. I wish hey, she would no give her a call. I'm curious whether she needs sleep because now she's going to be a vampire. Uh, Demona's going to be a not a vampire, a, a gargoyle <laughs> at night, and she's going to be a human during the day, which yeah. of course pisses her off because humans are the worst. Um, so, like, yeah, is she ever going to sleep? That's a good question. We, we learned a little sleep? bit. I mean, we Maybe. learned a little bit about about gargoyle biology in. Uh, the last episode where it was theorized that they're absorbing solar radiation to, to fuel their high metabolisms and the necessary strength they need the strength for flight, right. which is still so she wouldn't bad be able science to do that. because yeah. they well, because they also, they turn to stone even when they're underground. Yep. Which comes up in a future episode. Does it? Yes. Oh yeah. Briefly. Yeah. Talking about Broadway. Yes. Oh, it's yeah. the next episode. Um, oh right! No. Yeah. So it's actually yeah. <laughs> Forgot what episode we're on. Yeah, I guess Go I ahead. guess Demona shouldn't be able to fly anymore because she's not getting her solar power. Well, I mean, or she's... clearly the scientist is wrong. Well, maybe yeah. girls function differently. That's true. <laughs> We've only seen two of them, and one of them was fake. It's true. One, well, she one was of them definitely was a, fake. A spirit, a soul. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is it like not... gelflings, <laughs> where girls have wings. <laughs> What? Oh, what? Don't. Oh, it's. Um, I know what you're talking about. Thank you. The black crystal. Yeah. Thank or you. dark crystal. Oh, yeah. Crystal. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, we watched that for why is this thing. Oh, well, congratulations. I will have to listen what? to that episode. You know, that's that's a Muppet production, and therefore I'm sure Disney owns it. It does. As a matter of fact, okay. they, um, I believe Netflix this year released a show continuing yep. the dark crystal. Yes, that's true. Oh, it was a prequel. Uh, oh, prequel. Yep. Interesting. I didn't it's know super it good. I um it is really, really good. I, I think I might die if I watch it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well then avoid it. Like the plague. So, uh so so I had questions. so we had questions about the sexual dimorphism of mm -hmm. gargoyles. Mm -hmm. We have many questions about gargoyles. I don't even know if they have sex. I mean it doesn't seem like they do. We've already discussed this. <laughs> the the spore dissemination Spores. of gargoyles. Right. Yeah. Okay. But so <laughs> at the end, everything's back to normal except De Demona can is human during the day. Yeah. Yeah. Puck's Puck's last curse means that uh, she will not turn to stone anymore. She transforms into a human. So, uh, I, with uh, I, I, also bad, just her hair again in. <laughs> not great. That's true. I don't. I don't remember. Does she still have her crowny thing? She does. Yeah. Yeah, it stays. So clearly it's jewelry. I think that's the case, yeah. So I have a, two questions. One is, like, why didn't she just stop when all of the humans got turned to gargoyles? Like, that seems like the right solution for her, for her goals. and Because she wanted murder. Yeah, and she doesn't want... She, like, respects gargoyles and is discriminatory against humans, I guess. I mean, I don't even know if she respects gargoyles, but she hates humans. But they she weren't hates. humans anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but to her, they were still the people who were humans five minutes ago. I don't know, man. It seems like a win-win for everyone, including like Goliath and all them too. It just seemed like a win-win across the board. Just let everyone be gargoyles. Yeah, but she doesn't like humans, even if you're a past human. Well, even at the end, though, when, when uh, Goliath and them had the option to like fix everything, like they should have just, you know. One of, uh, of those people consented. Yeah, but they were all happy. Turned into gargoyles. They were all happy. But they, those are false memories of why they were happy. Well, 
Yeah, no, there's no well about it. <laughs> Listen, my morality is flexible, okay? I can see that. <laughs> that so like very clear, yeah. yeah. Now, um, another question is, uh, I- I'm shocked that the show had the balls to introduce a third species with elves. Oh, oh yeah. Or fae. I mean, they have magic already. They can just do whatever they <laughs> but want But it, it begs so many more questions, like, where are all the fae? In, In their the own world, duh. Jeez. Oh well, okay. I guess that. Yeah, I guess that's easy. Super obvious. Well, actually, I I feel like it's not a spoiler to say they that question will be answered. Where all the Fey will be answered. Ooh, the they're right it. behind you. <gasps> I think it also answers one of Rachel's earlier questions, which is like, where does magic come from? And it seems pretty clear now that uh, magic kind of comes from these Obron's children that the devices and things they've left is kind of where people and humans are getting their magic from. Right. So the book, so the, the, the is a, is a fey instrument. Yeah. Do we possibly Oberon? Spoilers. Uh, do you mean, is there a character named Oberon in the, eventually in the show? There definitely there is. is right. I mean, for yes. sure. And Titania. Hell yeah. See, this- this show pull, pulls a lot from that chaser play, a whole lot. So um, this entire episode was just reminding me of the manga uh, Ancient Magus Bride. Oh, yeah. Uh, which has Titania. I think it also has Oberon. Yeah, they go to the, uh, the fey, a fey plane in that, in that show. It's yeah. pretty, I, I, I like that show a lot. I, f- I need to finish watching the last season. The manga is uh, the manga is really good too. Yeah. Um, but in this gives me what? It's really beautiful. Yes. The beginning is a little iffy though. Mm. Yeah. Anyways. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> not to <laughs> not to talk about another tough topic on this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's a the beginning is a little um, morally iffy. Anyways, uh, so that that gave me that vibes of like this uh, fantastical fae creatures. So uh, talking about the cast on this one, uh, we had another famous person added, which was Puck. The voice of Puck was Brent Spiner, who was uh, oh. Jada on Star Trek. Yeah, oh, he did sound familiar. Yeah. You guys keep talking about Star Trek and I'm just like, yeah, mm-hmm. don't worry, me too. Katie, <laughs> yeah. I've only seen one series of Star Trek and apparently it's not the good one. It, was it the next generation? No. no. Then it was not the good one. It was Enterprise. <laughs> oh, that was I'm told that was the bad one. <laughs> I've only I've only seen uh, the next generation, so I'm actually also only half in this fight. I've seen a few episodes with Shatner. Classic were, Shatner. Were you watching Boston Legal? <laughs> <laughs> that too, yeah. Because I love that show. <laughs> Denny Green. Uh, Denny Green. This is uh, this is like our fifth person from star trek i think that's in the show so there's been a lot um, of them yeah yeah uh star trek what a weird star wars what a the thing none of you know it. about yeah <laughs> it's just so bizarre that <laughs> well we talked about it like back in the first episode no, which i know is that that the this show is kind of starting just as the next generation is ending uh so these guys are all looking for work right and all uh, all have the same agent maybe yeah i don't know (laughs) well they're they're friends probably after the the, the show so it's like oh who we need someone for for this and and uh what's his name says oh i know this guy 
I'll call him. Yes. Sold. That's that's I like how your it works. agent voice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, or, think, I think that was actually my uh, my. I don't remember the actor's name voice, but the like Xanatos. Oh, oh Xanatos. Yeah. Oh, Jonathan Frakes. Yes. Anyway, it was a lovely one. Jonathan Frakes. I thanks. I was really trying super hard on that one. <laughs> yeah. All right. How about a third episode? The third episode is season two, uh, episode six. The Silver Falcon. Uh, Alita and Broadway investigate the disappearance of her new partner, Matt Bluestone. So I have a note in this one, and I don't remember what it's in reference to. Okay. All right, lay it on us. Broadway, you dumbass. Oh, that could be any of them. Literally the whole episode. Yeah. That could, that could to be any most episode. of the series, yeah. really. <laughs> Yeah, Broadway, uh, once again, it almost felt like Broadway has not learned his lesson from when he literally shot Elite Mazda (laughs) in the back. Uh, He's still watching gangster movies. Yeah, but I like how in this episode they show how she keeps her gun locked up now. Yes, I saw that and I was like, oh, I had a girl. Yeah, it's like, okay, learn. Learn from the fact that you let a person with a mind of a 12-year-old stay in your apartment. With easy access. 12 year old what's easy that? access to a lo- uh, loaded firearm yeah well less easy now um i mean it's still pretty easy because <laughs> he's I a mean, cargo yeah. yeah no i think i think probably your what did you say broadway you dumbass yeah is probably the same reason i wrote down oh broadway <laughs> um, which was i think where he followed her to quote unquote oh, help yeah. and then leapt out and let the, was it let the bad guy get away or something? Oh like yeah. I no. got, yeah. I have Broadway's breaking a lot of shit written down. <laughs> <laughs> we all have versions. All right. Of- Dan and Nick, we need to hear your Voices. bastard Broadway's. <laughs> uh, I it did not write any uh, disparaging remarks about Broadway. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid I have already processed uh, <laughs> all my all my rage against Broadway. You've been disappointed in in Broadway longer than some of these. Uh, Before it was uh, cool, yeah. Well, I was going to say some, <laughs> some some longer than some of our commentators have been alive. Wow, <laughs> that's right. Oh, are you talking about me? Yeah, you're talking about me. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I didn't remember actually, but yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Well, anyways, so uh, we we saw a return to uh, Cleopatra's needle like right away. Yeah, that was yeah. One of the notes I wrote, I was like, I actually like when they return to locations and stuff like that. Like, yeah. in a way, the Gargoyles uh, universe feels a lot more lived in than most cartoons. Yeah, totally. Yeah. They're they're being pretty good about uh, consistency and callback, which is a really, you know. You'd th- I guess it's harder than I think, given given how often shows kind of let it fall to the side. But they're they're good at it so far. Yeah, I, I think when Matt Bluestone was first introduced, somebody had kind of scoffed at the idea that he was investigating the Illuminati. And here we have like yeah. a whole episode about him investigating the Illuminati. <laughs> yes, so he's doing that again, and it's all it's all for nothing again. Yeah the uh, the Illuminati. Uh, yeah maybe exists by the time we get to the end of this episode i think we uh in our next episode we'll talk a little more about the illuminati and it's a, a no the one no. after that yep uh that yeah we're gonna out. we're gonna have this illuminati set up payoff yes right in two episodes right 
So in this one, uh, though, we do see Broadway's uh, disguise, which amounts to a really weird trench coat and and fedora number that he immediately I... shreds by putting his wings through. And mm-hmm. uh, I like how he shot a private eye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like that he gets more progressively beat up as time mm-hmm. goes by in the episode. Yep, his, yeah. his he's channeling his his grizzly noir detective. No, noir? Yeah, I don't think you can no, do noir appropriately noir. if you don't get beat to heck through the course of the film. Don't forget, um, you need a henchman that says Dame a whole bunch, like Glasses did. Ah, <laughs> uh, da- uh, Glasses. Yeah, he's what a terrible. I hate all the gangsters. They're they're just awful. Like I don't know what they were even. What were they even doing in this episode? Like they were drilling into an underground safe. Yep, just like. Rob an ATM or something, man. Save yourself the year of excavating that you're doing under. Well, it was you supposed know, to be way club. more valuable than that, but you know, for yeah. some jewels. I mean, it's family pride. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a seventy-year payoff. Which reminds me, how old is Dominic Dracon supposed to be? Because if he was like a twenty, thirty, forty-year-old in the twenties already, maybe he's a healthy ninety-year-old. This would be, yeah, he would be in his nineties, right? He seems very spry. Good for him. He did. Right? Yes, he, 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 he runs out on that that <laughs> the edge of a skyscraper. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was supposed to be the Chrysler Building. Has those big eagles on it? I'll take your word for it. You should. I'm very smart. Okay then. <laughs> <laughs> now we did see that Broadway. We saw evidence that he's learning to read in this episode. That's right. Yeah. yeah, they did pay that off. Like you know, here we are, two episodes later, and he's he's got a he does a pretty good job with the little note that he finds. Yeah, yeah. They leave a note behind, and he picks it up and's like, uh, okay, works it out. He I'm sounds that he caught up on the the GHT. Oh yeah, no, he, GH he, is he silent. Managed. Yep. Yeah. Um. Do, 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 do. I was I, I was like I was trying to get a. Uh, I was excited for the Bluestone uh, backstory that we kind of got, but didn't really get. Yeah, we know he's like a Fed or a former Fed. That's and right. He used he got to be thrown an off. FBI, but he kept chasing down the Illuminati angles. Which is why he got booted. But you know what? That just backs up the theory that the Illuminati runs everything. That's right. He got too close. Um, the <laughs> fact that, uh, yeah, the fact that this show uh, also includes the Illuminati... And that Xanatos is like a part of it is uh fucking spoilers bonkers. Yay. Oh, sorry. We'll get not to that only... in our, our next episode. Our very next episode. Yeah, it's not a yeah. big deal. No, it's in two episodes. No, it's the next I mean episode. our our next right. episode. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry about that. That's I'm... my bad. But uh right. like yeah, this show is bonkers. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, um I'm I am ambivalent about how to feel about the inclusion of the Illuminati because there is traditionally a healthy dose of anti-Semitism included in conspiracy theories and especially like Illuminati conspiracy theories. Um, So there's a part of me that's really leery of it, but thankfully none of that appears to be showing up. Like they don't, they don't appear to be including any of that element. Oh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I highly doubt that would would have been the intent of this show. Well, I don't expect it to be the intent, but it's the kind of thing that can just kind of show up without because people are typically not really 
aware of that element or they don't think about it and then it just kind of carries through um, yeah I've, yeah i've never heard of like anti-semitism uh, in uh conspiracy theories it's oh, there it it's 100 yeah yeah the I only just... thing i know about the illuminati i learned from oh what is it tomb raider the movie yeah i <laughs> i guess because i don't That's a heck of a source <laughs> Look at conspiracy theories often because I don't care. Because they're awful and <laughs> terrible. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, watch watch a flat Earth documentary and you'll see those guys get from the Earth is flat to Hitler was right in like twenty seconds. You're like, what the hell happened? Oh I've my god. Seen yeah. a lot of uh, stuff talking about, especially like the show with ancient aliens. Some bad stuff um, when they're talking about that. Yeah. I've never watched the mm-hmm. show personally. Yeah, stay away from those conventions too. They are uh, yeah. <laughs> there's well, some YouTube yeah. shows where they where they go to and interview a bunch of people at those and yeah, I don't that's not a safe place. <laughs> well, so at the very least, I'm you know I'm ambivalent about the inclusion, but I'm I'm glad it's at least not doesn't seem to focus at any point so far on you know like rich men who live in the who who run the banks or anything like that. Yeah, right. It's it's very in this show they focus more on like political power than they do monetary power. Like there's a lot of rich people on the show uh that that are there but they're also like politically powerful and kind of uh public facing figures. They don't tend to be like hidden in the mm-hmm. shadows or like secret. I mean, it's a secret organization but it's an organization made up of public people figure. that are like public figures. Yeah. Okay, well, even the, even the notice guy, is like, out. I've got my monster. eye on you, gargoyles. Yeah, you're on notice. Watching. <laughs> Peter will inform us. I don't know. I'm. I don't know. I'm not always the best at recognizing myself, but I'm. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're probably better than me, who can't, who is oblivious to everything. Then yes, if you're oblivious to everything, I will <laughs> notice things better than you. <laughs> I'm. Uh, talking to, sorry oh sorry go ahead rachel oh i was just gonna say we should wrap up this episode because i don't think we have anything else constructive to say uh let's talk about the cast in this one real quick uh, let's talk Matt... about bestiality more no <laughs> i could go for days Is that even going in the episode <laughs> i don't want to hear about how you can go for days nick that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh buddy <laughs> Did we just like we just flew right past our 13 rating in this episode, didn't we? Uh, I'll fix it. No, okay. don't fix okay. it. No. Save us from ourselves. No, leave well, it. Save us from Nick's unhealthy fascination with bestiality. No, I've stopped. I've stopped bleeping out the swear words too. I'm just. Oh, oh no. <gasps> yeah. We're not actually. We're not actually rated. Like. Yeah. Right. Like okay. We don't have to worry about it. or anything. Right. All right. So let's talk about the cast real quick. Uh, we didn't have any new additions, but obviously uh, Richard Grieco is back as Tony Dracon. And uh, I don't know if you guys know Matt Bluestone, but uh, his his voice actor is Thomas F. Wilson, uh, who you might know from the Back to the Future movies where he plays Biff, the bully, and <laughs> really? also uh, mm-hmm. Buford, also Mad yeah. Dog Tannen in, in Back to the Future 3. I love that. That's great. Yeah. I haven't seen those either. You what? Okay, well that's not okay. Uh, are seen... they owned by Disney? Yeah, uh, to go to the list and add <laughs> back to the future. One, two, three. 
I have actually seen the first one because I was forced to watch it in 2015. Well, strap in or we will strap you in. To watch <laughs> we three. will be strapped in. Strap me in. Oh, oh, there's no <laughs> where me and Katie are bullied because we haven't watched anything. We're, yeah. we're, we're not bullying you. We're just physically forcing you to watch movies you probably don't want to watch. <laughs> That we haven't, we're ambivalent to, or haven't, or actually avoided watching. Honestly, w- oh. welcome to my life, guys. This is like what I do. I yeah, also not, haven't it's... seen Forrest Gump. You can, I've uh, seen... you can pass on that one, to be honest. Okay, I I was told several times that I'm un-American because of it. Oh yeah, well, sure, but no. you know, whatever. No. <laughs> so thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, I have been Daniel Levinson. You can find my stuff at DanielLevinson.com. Uh, don't forget, we also uh, all host uh, the Fantasy Book of the Month, the F-Bomb podcast, also available on TooManyThoughtsMedia.com. Uh, we've got episodes coming up that include uh, animal companions, uh, possibly dragons, possibly uh, lost women authors is an episode coming up, uh, or perhaps has already taken place. It's been uh, passed. Yeah. Should be out by now. These are all these are all the things you can expect. I've been joined as always by uh Katie Willis. That's me, Katie Willis. You can follow me on Twitter at shimmybook. And uh Yep, yeah, thank you Katie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I sound very passive aggressive there. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Katie. Also with us uh, is Nick Evangelista. That's me. You can find me uh well, you can find me. <laughs> <laughs> and if you need his address, don't worry, I got you. I'm sure you do. <laughs> she does. Your primary source for finding. And she it. knows how tall he is and how old he is. Oh yeah, he's like 18 hooves tall. I've seen pictures of his cats. Uh, these are all things. <laughs> and you can too if you follow Puck and Leopold on Instagram. <laughs> Leopold, uh, that's cute. Uh, also with us uh, has been uh, Peter Schaefer. Hi, that's me. You can follow me on Twitter at ShoelessPete for a daily fact, historical fact from an alternate history or um, occasional one-line movie reviews. And uh, that's all. Sorry sorry we beat up Peter apparently at the end of this. Uh, (laughs) And uh, closing us out is uh, Rachel. Uh... I am Rachel. You can find me at Argent Rave. I don't post much other than promotion to our to my various podcasts. And sometimes I get locked in my building and I complain about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of top-notch content we love around here. So uh, thanks very much, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Play the music. Right. Yeah. Please don't stop the music. Dun, 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 dun.